Hi, and welcome to Koldodi Messianic Congregation's weekly podcast. We meet every Saturday at 11 a.m. at 584 Franklin Road in Franklin, Tennessee. You can find out more information on our website at koldodi.org or watch us live on our Facebook or YouTube by simply searching for Koldodi Nashville. And now, here's Rabbi Ken's latest message. If you turn to Exodus chapter 6. So, Father, we just pray you open our eyes. Galinai fa'avitani flaot me techa b'shem Yeshua. Open our eyes to behold wonderful things from your word. In the name of Yeshua, our Messiah. Amen. So when Moses is called in Exodus chapter 6, which is in the parsha this week, when Moses is called to go to Pharaoh to mean old Pharaoh. He says this in chapter 6, verse 12. He says, I who have uncircumcised lips, literally foreskin lips, impeded lips. And verse 30, again, I am of uncircumcised lips. So how would Pharaoh listen to me? The word for uncircumcised is arel. Arel. You want to try that? Arel. Arel there. Or I have Arel as the root, but there it's in Eral form. But that's what he says there. And it means restricted power. The root means restricted power. Basically, think about it. There's a covering over my lips, Moses says. An impedance. A speech impediment. I can't communicate properly. And let that sink in for a minute. God uses a man with a speech impediment. Just let that sink in. A lousy speaker. God used a crummy speaker, a crummy communicator. He didn't choose someone who was, do you ever use, use, when I was a young believer, used to listen to Alexander Scorby, the King James Bible? Yeah, Marty has like the Bible memorized this. I mean, it's like... I have the tapes. <laughs> the tapes, yeah, we have the tapes, the cassette tapes. Yeah, we, we have the cassette tapes. <laughs> Loose to listen, a lot of those. And, and yeah, such a beautiful... Or, or uh, the late Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, you know, you love to just hear... I mean, and God does use people with great diction and eloquence and, and thank God. But guess what? He, Moses wasn't that. Moses wasn't that. And neither were a lot of God's servants and a lot of God's people. God used Moses, said, I can't communicate. I don't, I, I have a, he had a speech impediment. 4.10 of Exodus, listen to this, not the Hebrew order, not a man of words am I. And anochi in Hebrew, anochi rather than ani, two words for I. Anochi is I emphasis, more an emphasis on I. It says, lo ish devarim anochi. Not a man of words am I. He says, actually, kavad pe the kavad lashon anochi. Literally, heavy mouth and heavy tongue am I. 
He said, I can't communicate well. I have difficulty communicating. God uses those that aren't able in themselves. But I'd like you to think the apocalypse, the apocalypse, which is the real name of the book of Revelation, is, means, listen, the uncovering of Yeshua the Messiah. The uncovering. It's a, literally, it's an uncircumcised book of scripture. It's a portal. It's a skylight to see his unrestricted power because he's on the throne. Throne, 40 times in the book of Revelation, the word kise, let's say kise, kise, throne. God is in control of everything. 40 times. It's a book of him being revealed, hence the revelation. It's unlike the parables of Yeshua, which are somewhat clouded in mystery, unlike the book of Daniel, the prophet Daniel, which his book is said was sealed until the time of the end in chapter 12, verse 4. It's unsealed. It says this book is unsealed. Don't seal the words of this book in Revelation 22, 10, verse 10. It's an unsealed book. So it's for us to, to un, unfold and to understand. Apocalypsis, the apocalypse, apocalypsis in the Greek. It's a book with no impedance of Yeshua, no restriction or limitation of displaying and manifesting who he is. Isn't that amazing? That's amazing. We see him. We see him as we open that book, this last book of the scriptures. We see him as the Lamb of God, Salohim. Let's say it's Lamb of God in Hebrew. Se-ha-Elohim. Se-ha-Elohim, the Lamb of God. Slain, who has redeemed by his blood for God from every tribe, tongue, people, and nation. Every. Every, not some, every. In 5, 8, and 9, and 13, 8, the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world or from the foundation of the world, the people, he's, but he's been slain. We see him as the lion of the tribe of Judah, of the Jewish people, the root of David, in chapter five, verse five. It's really like an Old Testament book, quoted 550 times it quotes from the Tanakh. So it feels like a, such a, a book out of the Tanakh, out of the Hebrew scriptures. Lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David. He's overcome, you can open the book. We see him as the king of kings and the lord of lords in 1916 when he comes back. The king of kings, the lord of lords. 2024, as I mentioned last week, will be a year of warfare. We need to become fighters, learning to fight. To become, to quote Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, an IDF of the spirit. And so I'm teaching, I prayed, I'm teaching the book of Revelation on my Facebook devotionals. I'm gonna be teaching it. I pray I can get, I don't know how fast, I'm gonna go as slow as I want, but just little bits at a time. Why? Because I thought about it and the word overcomers is in there so much. 13 times it's in Revelation of Yeshua and his followers. Overcomers, we win, but we've gotta fight to win. If we don't fight, we won't win, we lose. If we fight, we will win because the Lord's with us. Because we're with him. We're on his side. 13 times, 21 times it's in the New Testament, this word overcomers. Overcome of believers. 
John 16, 33, these things Yeshua said, I have spoken to you so that in me you may have shalom. In the world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Revelation 12, 11, they overcame him, how? By the blood, they overcame the serpent, the snake, by the blood of the lamb, by the word of their testimony. They love not their lives to the death, the face of death. The word nikeo in the Greek, nikeo, means victory, means conquer, prevail, and this is the word translated overcome. Victory, we conquer, we prevail. The Hebrew word natsach would be equivalent, natsach, to triumph, to end resistance, the root word, root of that, End resistance. In other words, we win. Yachad nenetzeach. Together we win. I play pickleball a lot. Teach it and play it. When I play, I play to win. I don't like to lose. Moses, listen, Moses felt entirely inadequate within himself. Totally within himself. The prophet Isaiah, Yeshiahu, when seeing the Lord on his throne, high and lifted up, and hearing the angels, what did the angels cry? Holy, holy, kadosh, kadosh, kadosh. He said, I'm finished. I'm undone. I'm a man of unclean lips. Isaiah 6, verse 5. Jeremiah, Yeremiah, said, look, I don't know how to speak. I'm a kid, for I'm a kid. That's what it says in the Hebrew. I looked it up. It says, just looked, we looked it up. I don't know how to speak. I'm just a kid. I'm a na'ar. David, Israel's greatest king, also said, Who am I, Lord? God, Lord, Yahweh, Lord, Hashem, Lord God. Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? When he was going to ask to the temple, 2 Samuel 7, 18. Who am I, Lord? Gideon. Gideon, when he was called, he sputtered, Oh, my Lord, if Lord, if if the Lord is with us, then why? Where are all his wonders? He said, look, my family is poorest, and I am the least in Judges chapter 6. I'm the least. Paul said, I'm less than the least of all the saints. As a matter of fact, in Ephesians 3.8, I'm less than the least of all saints. Is this grace given? Paul said, I'm the chief of sinners in 1 Timothy 1.15, the worst, the, the, the worst. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. He felt, and he, didn't, he wasn't saying it. He meant it. Eliyahu, Elijah was scared to death of Jezebel. Jonah tried to escape on a ship going in the opposite direction. Esther, I'd like to help, but the timing just feels so inconvenient, she said. <laughs> she changed her mind, but that was where she, that's where she was initially, you know. That the Lord turned Gideon, a peasant who was threshing wheat, into a general commanding an army. Isn't that amazing? Think about it, what he did with him. And all through his word, he did it through his word. The Lord is with you, Adonai is with you, O mighty man of valor. I think he was looking around, who's he talking to? O mighty man of valor. You, you, you got someone, the wrong person. Have not I sent you, God said? Surely I will be with you. It's all in Judges chapter 6. 
I'll be with you. He said, I'm not taking your excuses. I'm not taking your, don't forget it. It's not who you are, Gideon. It's who I am in you and with you. I will work with you. It's not about you. It's about me. And so with each of his servants and with each one of us, each one of you and I, all of us who are called, 2 Corinthians 3, 5, not that we are competent in ourselves to consider anything coming from ourselves, but our competence is from God. He also has made us competent. He's made us sufficient. Our sufficiency is from God. 1 Thessalonians 5, 24, faithful is the one who calls you and he will also do it. He will make it happen. He 2 Timothy 1.9, he has saved us and he's called us with a holy calling. A holy calling. He set us apart. It's other than, I think it was Malcolm Smith years ago. I haven't heard many messages. But I remember hearing this message. He said he defined Kadosh holy as other. He said, oh, I always love that definition. It's other than everything else. Other. He saved us, called us with a holy calling. Not because of our deeds, but because of his own purpose and grace. It was given us in Messiah Yeshua before time began, before the world began. But we are not called, listen, we are not called to fight alone. We are part of a team. We're part of a tribe, an army, really. It's not I, it's we. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Thank you. Us, let's say it. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us, who loved us. It's an us. It's not an I, me. It is me and I, but it's because it's an us. Romans 8, 37. Who shall separate us? Let's say it. Who shall separate us from the love of Messiah? He says, I'm convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us, thank you, from the love of God that's in Messiah Yeshua, our Lord. We need each other. We're called to go to fight together. How do we overcome? How will we fight and win in 2024? Let me give you, mention three things. Through our vision of Yeshua. Number one, our vision, chazion, chazion in the word for vision, our vision of Yeshua, our hero and high priest, the Lamb of God. Hebrews 12, 2, when it says that we're being surrounded by so great a cloud of that cloud of witnesses, it says, let us run, run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Yeshua, it's looking, the Greek word, aphorontes, aphorontes, it's looking, it, looking away from all else and gazing on him, the one who won, who won, who suffered, and where's the crown? He won, but he su- had to go through the suffering, and he won. Looking away from everything else, looking unto him, who finished the course, he finished the course. Our vision of him, looking unto him. He's our high priest, our Kohen Gadol. He's seated at the right hand of God right now. <clears throat> the work is done. John 19, 30, it is finished. He call, he's interceding in Hebrews 7, 25. Ever lives to make intercession for us. It is done. And we're looking at him who controls all things. Number two, surrounded by many other onlookers and martyrs in Hebrews 11. 
and 12-1 there, and through joining, through joining them in the race, let us run with endurance the race set before us, thank you, us, right? Let us run with endurance with patience, or hupomeno, the Greek word, stay under, means you know, literally hupomeno, to stay under, to remain under the, t- the sufferings, remain under the difficulty, remain under the, stay under, don't quit, don't get out from under it, stay under with the Lord, the Lord is with you, You'll hang in there, stay under. Let us run with hupomeno, with patience, endure with endurance, the race set before us. So with others, we've got to join, we join them. We're running together. Knowing, number three, knowing that human history will be winding up very shortly. That all which God has spoken through his prophets will come to pass. The time is near. The time is near. Revelation 1.3, Revelation 22.10. Yeshua is returning soon. He says, I'm returning soon, I'm coming back soon, and my pay, my, his payback, his, my, my reward, its wages, its payback, is with me to give to each according to his deeds. 22.12. He's coming back soon. I honestly think, I honestly think, you know, there's a lot of folks that think they're going to be there that won't be there, and... There's a lot of folks that don't think they'll be there that will be there that will make it. I, th- I really think that the more I live, I think people think that's eh, just an easy, simple prayer without, you know, it doesn't mean that they just do it because of, without knowing what they're, that it, and they don't really know the Lord. You all know it. And they think, ah, it's so easy. And there's others that think, oh, I'm so, I'm not good enough, I can't, you know, and, and yet they really do love the Lord. They really have tried, you know, and they don't realize it's, you know, I just think it's, it's going to, you know, listen, the Bible says it's through grace. We know it's through his finished work. It's through, only through Yeshua's blood and atonement. There's only one way. Yeshua says, I'm returning soon, and his wages is with him to give to each according to his deeds. It's serious. It's real. And it's all through him. One way, his way. A unique trifold challenge with blessings, with blessing is promised regarding the apocalypse. And it's the only book in the Bible promising such a blessing. And I finish with this. A unique trifold bless challenge with a blessing, with this real Baruchah, baruchah, blessing, but it's not translated that way here. But a blessing is promised regarding the apocalypse, and it's the only book in the Bible that promises this blessing in verse 3 of chapter 1. Blessed is the one who reads the words of this prophecy and those who hear and keep what has been written in it, for the time is near. Wow. So you know there's a blessing in this last book of the Bible, in this final book of Scripture, final book of the canon of Scripture, and I know, wow, well, then I want to I get that blessing. These are participles in the Greek, so it's really reading, hearing, and keeping. A blessing, makarios, blessing. Blessed is the one. Blessed, makarios in the Greek means large, lengthy. Ashrei would be the Hebrew equivalent. Some tra- would translate it, it can mean happy. 
but it really means to stride forward, to stride forward, to progress. Whether that's an enlargement, so think of it as an enlargement going forward, whether it's in the world to come, the olam haba, the next life, or whether it's even here, God increases your capacity, your, your character of Yeshua in you, God in you, your character, or your inheritance in the future, whichever, it's all, it could be all of that. There's a blessing, there's blessing. In reading, anagnizgo in Greek, means to know again, to know again. Kara would be the Hebrew, to summon. Repeat it, repeating it, the word of God. Repeating it, then hearing it. So knowing it again, hear, repeating it. And we know, of course, it would have initially been read aloud because they didn't have it in writing. Hearing it. Shema, of course, would be the Hebrew. Keeping it. The Greek means to watch over it, to preserve it. Two Hebrew words could be used for that. Nasar, nasar to protect by distancing, to protect by distancing, or shamar, to protect same idea, really, to distance from danger. To distance from, so we're distancing, we're watching over God's word, we're protecting it. Why such a special blessing? Because those who hide God's words of prophecy in our hearts, we hide it in our hearts, we will come to love and look for Yeshua's appearing more than ever. We'll lo be longing for his return. My values and my priorities will be godly. And his eternal, his eternal purpose, Ephesians 3.11, will eclipse my temporal ones. And the righteous judge will give to me, promises, the crown of righteousness on that day. Paul said, I'm looking forward to that crown of righteousness to those who love his appearing to those who are longing for his appearing. In other words, I'm, I'm looking for, I'd rather he appears, some would say, you know, what if I, no, I don't, don't come yet, I got too much I'd rather enjoy here. No. He says, no, no, I long more for your coming than everything I have here. I'm, my, my life is more in you than anything else. I'm longing for, and the, this book helps us to have our priorities so, so much toward looking for his coming. And of course, he gives us richly things to enjoy here, and he wants us to enjoy things here in him. And he, but he wants, and he wants us to serve him here and follow him here. This book is an incredible blessing, incredible blessing as we reading it, hearing it, keeping it. Lord, we thank you for it. We thank you for It's a book of unrestricted showing your unrestricted power, there's no one like you, uncovering you. Help us, Lord, to see you uncovered like never before, Lord. Help us to have a vision of you like never before this year, Lord, so that we can be a part of your people and army that fight like never before, and we know we are going to win because we're on your side. And we know that you don't lose. You're a winner, Lord. You have already won, beaten the enemy, crushed the serpent under your feet. In Romans, I think it's 16, 20, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. We'll see it happen in time. So we're a part of that process now. We thank you, God. 
We praise you. If you've never received Yeshua in your life, you've never taken that moment to open up your heart and say, Lord, come into my life. Thank you. I need to have my sins forgiven. I, I'm, I want to know you. This is your time. Do it right now. Say just in your own way, Lord, I'm coming to you. I need you. Lord, save me. Thank you for rescuing me. Come into my life. I want to receive Jesus, Yeshua, as my Messiah, my Lord. And let us know. Contact us if you're watching online, please, so we can write you back. Please contact us. And if you're here today, uh, afterwards, as we in a few minutes, we'll close the service, just a few minutes, and, uh, and there'll be some folks up here, wonderful folks, someone to pray with you. I'd love to seal, seal that prayer with you. Okay? And uh, help you on that new path. So this psalm was in my devotional app and it came to me too while Ken was speaking so from Psalm 46 come behold the works of the Lord how he has wrought the desolations how he has brought his early help the Lord of hosts is with us the God of Jacob is our refuge when the nations rage and all the kingdoms fall he says I am I am I am Of 
is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Till the ends of the earth, he causes wars to cease and says, I am, I am, I am peace. He says, I am, I am, I am peace. Can you sing this with me? How lovely are the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, good news, announcing peace, announcing peace, proclaiming news of happiness, our God reigns, our God reigns. are the feet of them who bring good news. You bring good news. Go and announce his peace. Proclaim his news of happiness. Say our God reigns. Our God reigns. Maybe we could stand together and sing this. Do you mind? Yeah. Uh -huh.
May his grace and his face shine upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace and give you peace. Adonai Dishmrecha Yoher Adonai Ponavelecha Dichunecha Yisah Adonai Ponavelecha Biyosemcha Shalom Biyosemcha Shalom This is the way you shall be blessed from day to day. He'll be your rest, oh Lord, you are our rest. May the Lord, may the Lord bless and keep you. May his grace and his face shine upon you. Oh, may the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Shalom. May he give you peace. Oh, Lord.